0: For NRL Supercoach roundtable discussion, we go a little bit deeper in our quest for victory. Now, here's your hosts, Holly G, Ryan MS, Peter H, and Andrew. Mom and Hello, and welcome to the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast. We're literally in a roundtable today. A few technical difficulties, so if you um, uh, finding the he a little bit out, we are doing our best, but it is post-Origin. I've got Pete with me back from a couple of weeks of ill health. Good to have you back, Pete. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, it's great to be back. I missed it. Yeah, it's very good. And, Origin, what what did you make of, of the game, just quickly, before we talk, Supercoach? Oh, man, a very uh, lost opportunity for New South Wales. They looked good at halftime. Um, I thought they really had Queensland on the rack at that stage. Maybe the worst thing that happened was the halftime break, and, yeah. What can be said? Queensland's professionalism in the second half. We could set up a field goal in the story. Yeah, a bit of maybe a little bit unlucky. A few things didn't fall their way, but over, overall, I guess uh, that's that experience in origin. I, I of course am Paulie G. Um, Andrew and Ryan not with us uh, tonight, unfortunately, with some of those technical difficulties. But hopefully back on deck next week, and and we'll even for our game day review show on Sunday with, for Ryan as well. But uh, we're going to kick on here and uh, talk a bit about Origin in regards to Supercoach. And Pete Robbie Farah, he's uh, out for the next four weeks. Tigers having the buy anyway, but that's a bit of a blow. A lot of people would have been been targeting Farah, but if, uh, from earlier in the year, But we already talked about his buy structure, how the Tigers, you know, doesn't suit Robbie Farah, and and now you really are saying, okay, you still held on to him through sort of round 11, it's time to, to jettison, I think, even though he may only miss a couple of actual games. Yeah, you'd have to say so, wouldn't you? Like, with the, with the injury and so on, I think just the way that also the Tigers are performing, like, I think that you're really up against, if, you, if you've got him quality player, though he is, I think it's just those factors that you mentioned that make it a, a, a clear decision. Matt Scott is um, another player that maybe more for draft leagues is is... is... Even more draft leagues than the, the regular super coach but he could also be missing this week so that's one to watch but most players um besides para coming through our unscathed pizza so I guess that's good news um for civicca uh, on yeah it is, it is it's a nice change so you need to keep an eye on the um any late changes uh coming up um, to this this round post origin I believe that Justin Hodges may be a possibility of missing out uh, for the Broncos against canberra as well so just keep an eye on that one if you've got it. They have said Hodges will be rested, so you're right, but Broncos have named a long lineup. Now you can look online, we sort of covered a lot of these bases online, www.supercoachpros.com and the match previews there, um, going through all the different sort of permutations, what could happen this weekend, but a fairly good rule if you've got enough players, that is this week, because so there's a couple on by and obviously there will be some injuries too, um, but if you've got enough to cover, put the Origin players as your reserves, um, and if there are those last-minute changes, make sure you're following us on Twitter, at SuperCoachPros. We we'll tweet out any last-minute changes before each and every game, as we do every week. And um, if they're already as a reserve and they're not going to play, you can change them for anyone else. Obviously, if you're locked in, if they're a prop, for example, and you, you can quickly get locked in, that you've got to end up playing, a, a player ends up getting you a zero, so, you, a lot of tactics come into it prior to Friday. Friday's uh, games that you set up your team, your roster in, in such a way that, that, um, you know, your non-origin players are in your starting lineup and your origin players coming off your bench is probably best. Now, Pete, I mean, origin's only literally just occurred. We record this on a Thursday night, you know, 24 hours later. We've already got to look forward to round 14, the next big bye week, um, because that's how it works in Super Cage Land, start making those trades now. And the Warriors are a team they play in round 14, they've had, you know, seven players in the top 100, which is the best of any team. Um, so there's something I think, you know, looking to, to aim at, you know, look at guys like Sean Johnson, Simon Mannering, Bodine Thompson, Ben Maddalino, and they've been very solid all year for, for, for the Warriors and putting up big Super Cage points and, and you know, trying to get some of those players in your lineup, I guess. Um, if there's one Warriors player to target, would it be Sean Johnson, or are you looking at those forwards that have got those high floors? Um, Johnson is an interesting one in that his form at the beginning of the year was, was not that great. Yeah. Um, he has sort of started to come, a little, come on a little bit more, I think, probably post the Test match against Australia where he did play so well. Um, played very well in the, in the game against Parramatta, where he, where he scored a try, and of course uh, won the game for him against the Sharks. So, yeah, he's a quality player. Doesn't get many injuries, and as we know, because he's a kid he won't be selected for Origin. So, you know would be a good, would be a very good option. Uh Simon Manning also, Mister Consistency, would be a great choice as well. These guys have got a lot of upside. It's a good matchup this week too. Um in regards to playing Knights in New Zealand, the Knights were pretty ordinary last week. We didn't do the game day show, you. not that it would have mattered if that was a Monday night game. We normally do that on a Sunday, of course. But, um, you know, looking back at last week's game, Newcastle, very poor. And I think the Warriors, you know, it's just a great opportunity for Johnson. Townsend's another one. Chad Townsend's got a very favourable matchup. And even your outside backs like Solomon Carter, um, Sam Tompkins returns, which puts two lower. Le into the centres, so that would be an interesting one to at least watch. And, and uh, obviously, I already mentioned Mannering, I think Thompson is there too, and, and Madalena, I think they've been good. I guess the other guy who's very cheap because he's hardly had any minutes, but he'll get some more minutes um, now until the end of the season is Nathan Friend because, of course, um, Thomas Luluoy is out for the season injured. Yeah, it was a terrible injury that Luluoy suffered against Parramatta of in there a couple of weeks ago. Um yeah, Friend is, is you know, as we all know, has played a lot of first grade previously for the Warriors. Um, a few people surprised, you know, He's he's sort of a bit second string but um it's a little away this year, but yeah, no, nah, he will obviously get a lot of game time. He's an absolute tackle machine too, so you'll you'll see some see he can put up some good numbers for the rest of the year, I think. His numbers are definitely gonna increase. Now he doesn't have that high ceiling that some other hookers have. But at the cost per point level and that consistency, you might not be a bad backup. You know you're going to get in the next five rounds. And then when they have their second buy in round 17, you can look to to upgrade them to one of the top hookers. Personally, I think um, there's nothing wrong with having two starting hookers in your lineup. So you've got the hooker obviously in your team and then one off as one of your four reserves. So friend would be someone that's getting you through this period and then in round 17 or round 18 you saying, OK, for now to the end of the season, I'm going to have two top flight hookers. And I've made my money on it. Because friend, you know, all things being equal, will go up in price um, with the extra game time. The Roosters players are interesting too, Pete. Um, they also play around 14. I mean, obviously, you know, Mitchell, Pierce, um Daniel Tupou, Michael Jennings, they're all playing Origin, Aiden Guerra, Boyd Corden, a good super coach performance, but they're out. But you've still got Jake Friend. You've still got Roger, Tuvalas and Shek um another another team this week you can kinda of sort of target. Absolutely, and particularly someone like Roger Tilbasa Shek is is adapted quite well with the exception of a couple of games, um, one against the Dragons in particular, but every other game has played quite well and scored some scored some good points, scored some great tries um a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember who he's playing now, but he did have a, a really great game against the Bulldogs actually it was. And uh yeah no, he'd be a very good purchase uh moving forward. What about Jared and Rhea Hargraves? He's put up some pretty good numbers this year. I mean, he's not going to go really large for you, but props they have been a real tough one to get right this year, super coach wise. Some of the best out injured from various times, like your Paul Gallons, and then you've got guys, um, like or also George Burgess, who's now starting from the bench. Um, you know, he hasn't really got it going. But do you say, well, Rhea Hargraves, another, you know, New Zealand day, he's not going to play Origin, the Roosters have already had their first by one and their second to round 17. Is he a guy there? Safe, maybe a safe play, but one worth picking up for this period. You would have to think so, and he seems to be playing with a little bit more discipline this year. I think there's there's less chance of him being sent off or suspended or anything. He's playing with a, a real. I think he's been given a bit of a leadership role in the club, and that's worked really, really well. And you know, I think he'd be definitely a very good pick Aiden Caesar's in doubt for the Titans. I actually think this game um, up there in the Gold Coast. Um, actually last year, the Gold Coast um, beat South in a big upset. So I would think up there, that it's, you know, it's prime for for opportunity for the Titans. You know, Souths just got away with the win against Parramatta last week um, with No. Adam Reynolds still No. Reynolds, um, but Aiden Caesar in doubt. That could sort of change things. Not a great matchup for players like Kane Elgy that you've probably got James Roberts from the Gold Coast. But um Aiden Caesar yeah. could you see that game going to the Titans if Caesar plays? Is that a big you know, is that gonna weigh on not only Caesar himself if you've got him but some of those other Titans players that might be in the lineup? Well I think the significant thing in, in that match is to who's not playing for the other team in particular uh, Adam Reynolds because we've seen that South yeah. Sydney just can't seem to, to win or not. For, well, they beat Parramatta the other day by the skin of their, their rabbit o teeth. But, um, yeah, without Reynolds, they're a completely much lesser proposition, I think. Um, and I I think you'd, you'd have to be looking at the Titans players this week for sure against South Sydney. Um, and I think, yeah, the inclusion of Caesar would be an absolute bonus for them as a quality umpire. It's a, not a bad tease either because we're going to talk a little bit more Titans when we get to your Twitter questions. But we'll save that one for a bit later in the show when we get there. But South Sydney, we talked about some of those Origin players out. Greg Inglis, you know, was below power um, last Wednesday night in Origin. He's been in hospital apparently with tonsillitis. Do you think Michael Maguire is definitely going to play him or do they sit him this week? I wondered... In the lead up to State of Origin, because there's always seems to be a Queensland star or two injured in the lead uh, up to Origin. Is it, is it ducks and jokes or and is it for real? They always seem to play. I, was, I <laughs> can't remember one where he was actually reported as injured and didn't play um, or had a, had a scare. Um, now, I'm, I would be very, very surprised if English doesn't play. He didn't do a lot the other night. But he be. looked below looked like part in it. did he? He didn't did. Look like a, a he, sort of fake media? in all looked for all, real in all honesty, He he did look below par on Wednesday night. Maybe it was a little bit too to playing out of his normal position again. He's his back normal playing fullback and they've moved him up to the front line again in the centers. Well well shut down by Josh Morris. Look English yeah. has he did a good job what he always does. English has been below what we'd expect after a great first few rounds, I've handed the captaincy for South. Well, here we go, super coach wise, really putting it together a must have. Hasn't kept it going. We Andrew, only a couple of weeks ago, saying, no, you know, I'm going to keep him, I'm going to call him as a keeper through this Origin period. You want to have your stars playing. You don't want to use up all your trades. Has anything changed up? We've seen, you know, over these next two weeks. Does Inglis now, bad buy, you know, schedule for him coming up. He'll miss not only rounds 14 and 17 because he's playing Origin, he'll miss rounds 15 and 18 because they're South Byers. Do now say, I know that he might help me later in the in the year, but I, I need to worry about now, and, and I'm not going to take any chances if Inglis is gone? I I agree. I think you'll let him go. As I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, I'm a big fan of looking at not just the individual player, but who he's playing with. Yeah. And as I said, with uh with Adam oh, Reynolds. Reynolds going, not there. They're, they're just yeah. they're just like they're without two or three players. And personally, I I think all of the other South Sydney yeah. players are negative. By his absence. Isaac Luke's been um, playing off, off, being named on the bench for the last couple, although he ended up starting and playing full last, last week. He's been named <coughs> back at the starting a hooker role, which does help most people that might have picked him up in lieu of the fact that he's not going to play Origin as a New Zealander and his bye week's very favourable. Um, he's another one to sort of watch because his numbers have been low. He's losing money week by week, but if you're a team that's sort of 50-50 at the moment in wins and losses, it's very hard to, to sort of stick to your game plan of saving those trades and, and, and trying to you know, even dropping a game or two around Origin, because now you're thinking each game's a must-win. And, and we call this, you know, we've got three phases of supercage, We call this the second phase. We've just entered it, Origin time, and it's a real opportunity to move up your ladder in your local league. So, you know, the pressure is on. You're sort of still balanced, not using all your trades with... Um, making a run at this time of year when other teams are a bit weak and then you can find these strong players. A game I'm really intrigued about after last Sunday's game between the Raiders and the Bulldogs a lot of points scored which consequently meant a lot of supercoach points. The Raiders and the Broncos, is this a game, Pete, where you could say look, there could be a lot of points, there could be some players there that you can target. I know Blake Austin's got a very high ceiling um, for this game potentially, you know, um, with a great matchup against the Broncos, but but uh, there's a lot of players for either team. If that gets into the points again, um, is that something we're gonna we're gonna see in a big SuperCoach points out coming out of this game? Perhaps? Definitely, I think particularly with you know the Broncos coming off the back of a, a buy, they might have been the clear favourites for this match, but as a result, with a, a little bit of the weakening of the team, um, a couple of the players backing out, particularly a bloke like McGuire backing up for the first time, um, I think a Yeah, certainly I think there will be a high number of points scored. And and going on the Raiders' turnstile defence last week, I think that there certainly will be. Um, And and as you said, players like Blake Austin and Anthony Milford would be another one. Um, I I would think we could potentially get quite a few points this week. Anthony Milford has been outstanding um, pretty much through the whole um, last sort of three or four weeks. Now, you know, the match-up suits, playing against his former club, uh, looking at his sort of predictor now, you know, he's predicted to be right right up there. Point of difference, you're picking up a guy like Milford now. He was so good for the Raiders earlier last year, super, you know, for the Raiders, but also for the Supercoach. So, he's a guy that you could, it's a risk reward play, but you could bring him in thinking you're going to play him for the whole year. I mean, he is that good and he's that dynamic. That's exactly right. And he's playing well enough, but, um, but not well enough really to, to be selected for origin, so you're not gonna miss in there either. So no, I think it'd be a good pick up. Yeah, definitely. The rate is slightly better than average in um looking at who who playing as 5'8". But um, you know, he's been on the up swing so much, I think that, you know, it's still a good pick. If Hodges is out, you're looking at Jordan Co possibly playing the centres, that may change things a bit there. who has got a good upside in that game too. Um, if Daniel Vito plays, he's someone with a lot of super coach upside. I know he's prone to an error or two which doesn't fit in the Wayne Bennett's game. But one thing about Monday night's game, Pete, with the Broncos, they really played an expansive game. We just don't normally see that from the Wayne Bennett coach team. A very different one. And no wonder if, if they're going to play a similar game against the Raiders. And, and, like we saw last week just and, and like we saw St George do a few weeks back against the Raiders. Very different to you how know, they've been in other games. Absolutely. And that would again give rise to the players, you know, that, that we mentioned and Ben Hunt, of course, half backs have done really, really well he's against been, the Raiders. Yeah, he's been great this year, Ben Hunt. Yeah, I think that um the Canterbury last week certainly targeted the outside backs of the of the Raiders very, very much in defence and I think there will be a few teams We'll be following, will be following that lead. I'm sure the Broncos will be going that way. Uh, near yeah, the, the weaknesses of Newcastle last weekend, he'll be going the same way with the Raiders, I would think. Um you did mention about Vito, he's great to, he's a regular try scorer, runs the ball very, very hard, does make a lot of ground, but you. You just don't know if he has a bad game, whether he's going to be in first grade next week, <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. And and when we're talking both raiders and Broncos, we are talking short term, a little bit against our overall strategy, but you need to win this week because both of them have buys in rounds fourteen and seventeen. So you're not going to get a lot out of them moving forward, you know, unless you just feel like, I need to win this week. I've got trades up my steel and gonna make that move. Otherwise what we talked about earlier with Warriors players, with Rooster's players, that's more the lines that you're going down, you still got Souths and Eagles with good bye weeks, but they don't have those players with the exception of you know, Aaron Gray, who hope you've already picked up um, for Souths. Um, Paramount I mean, there's not a lot that we can talk about <laughs> from super catch wise. Even a guy like Danny Wicks that came in low price, he's not getting a lot of game time, um, and John Talau can't get on the park. They've now got issues with their second tier salary cap. Luke Kelly's not allowed to play this week, so Chris Sando's back at halfback. But he's been shocking Super Coach with A big sort of um, sort of risk. And what are you going to get? He scored three points last week. I mean, he's had a couple of games where he's hit a hundred, but you know, hmm. low. You just cannot cannot risk it. He's mm-hmm. back at halfback. Um, yeah, and we'll find these players like Farida. Faramo scored three tries one week, went over 100, super catch twice. John Falau got four-cheekers. They're not allowed to play because they're part of that second-tier talent. Salary cap, which Parramatta have already got in trouble for. So oh, it's, it's very, very difficult now to pick any player from Parramatta that that could be worth, worth selection. So and even if you invested at Watmo earlier in the year, he looked good early, but... Yeah, it's it gone, no. gone backwards in price. Yeah. So we're really saying, yes, you know, in a perfect world, we've got players that are playing, over this Origin period. It hasn't worked out that way. The Tigers, South Sydney, Parramatta—they're some of the worst. Um, they've got sort of players that aren't performing super coach wise. We need to look at these other options like Warriors and Roosters. Yes, they are can have a buy in round 17. You're going to have to sort of work around that, but they will be available from now until round 17. It's worth picking up. This is the. Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast. Once again, we must apologise if the audio is a little bit different to normal we had some technical issues. But we hope that you know you can still hear us. Okay, we're getting something out for you before this big round twelve um, Footy kicks off seven games this week of course. You can find all the information at www.supercoachpros.com supercoachpros.com If you haven't already followed us on Twitter, and a big shout out Dale, a ninja one of our listeners who uh, also follows us on Twitter he helped us out there, we're almost getting to 100, we're 98 followers so just need two from uh, tonight's podcast and we'll hit the big uh, three figures which would be very lovely indeed and and of course one of the advantages of following us on Twitter is, is we tweet out the um, the last minute changes late now uh, before each and every game, so if you've got to make that late adjustment and no um, better week then this week, with state of origin, of course, players backing up from that to have that crucial information. You know, and if you've got Twitter on on your phone, your iPad, however you sort of edit, it, you know, it can just be tweeted through to you from at, at SuperCoach Pros um, hand Twitter handle. And so we recommend that you follow us there for that information. And we also take your Twitter questions now. I've Got a uh, Twitter question here um, that I'll read out from Just Dave at Davy Selter, Lachlan Burr, is he worth the price, he's got a potential to make 100000 by round 17. Now, we put Burr's figures into the predictor. Now, the one thing about a player that's sort of getting more opportunity, and he, he's a guy we love coming in at the start of the year. We named him round one, played really well in round one. Couldn't get back on the park after round two when some of those um bigger names came back from, of course, the Titans had the issue with the Players being stood down for the off-field incident, and, um there for, for the first couple of weeks. Then he was only getting on the path for a short period. So the questions was, well, the way he looked in round one, if he plays like that, we knew he'd put up good numbers. He's got back on the field, great bird suspension, 51 in round nine, 65 in round 10. There's a lot to look forward to. Yes, the forecast has him going back, regressing back to the mean. We have to look at this Pete, I guess, in more than just that angle, because we know he's getting those extra minutes. We know there'll be another upside to his game. And then we also look at, at the, the price going on from them. Is he a guy that you'd consider, or the Titans buy structure? Does, does that sort of say, oh, maybe not? I mean, they've already had one buy, but mm-hmm. they've still got another one coming up. It, it does make it um, an interesting uh, one for this particular player. Um, in terms of, um, as you said, you, you don't just need to consider where he is at the moment and the minutes that he's getting, but what he could be getting in future. And particularly with this time of the year, with, with Origin, with a couple of, you know, the Titans players involved. Yeah. Nate Miles, for example, was involved. As we know, Greg Bird is, is missing for a number of weeks. So he may well be a very good Burgess. Um He's got the ability to play it Yeah, that's right. Know, when you watch him, you know though, he's a cool. player. Yeah, that's right. And as, as we said, it's quite common these days for, a, for the second row, is to play more of the more of the eighty minute old game, and, that, yeah. and that's his position. So that would be what I would expect, and you would know, expect his minutes to increase. So year I think it would be a worthwhile purchase. Second row is a popular position and has been well performed um, this year. So trying to fit him in there, you know, that that's one thing. But if you can get him in. Push at the price. If you're, if you're working maybe two trade, you want to bring in a, you know, another, um, a bigger name, and and you and you can do that offloading sort of to middle of the right play. Certainly not a bad a bad option there. Um, if you can make it work for it, I'm a big Lockwood Burr fan, and what I've seen from him this year, um, you know, I would say that if not if not this year, certainly by 2016, he's just going to go up and up. Um, Titans made some changes there. Nate Miles might be there next year. I think, just purely from a playing perspective, I, I think you, you're picking. You, you know, you, you're going to pick up a good player. And generally, you find with super coaches is that, you know, it, you always have a few discrepancies. Sometimes good players don't score, and vice versa. But by and by, if a player plays well on the field, you see something, you know, this guy can play. Generally, you work out supercoach wise. He's still affordable. He's he's gone up quite a bit, especially from the round ten big score. He's highest in the year sixty five. If you are going to get him, probably need to get him this week. It's not a good matchup. Sounds to me quite quite tough to um, score supercoach points against. But you know you're going to get him until round se- uh round seventeen um, because they've already had one by. Um, so he is. Yeah, he is someone I think that, that he's safe. He's a safe buyer. Maybe temper your upside. I don't know if he's going to go above that 65 and score around 10. But if you're happy with those numbers around the 50 to 60 mark, I think you'll get a good purchase. Yeah, he's not your star that's going to get 100, but he's going to be consistent. That's right. And, that, and players like that, look at Kate Snowden for the Knights. You know, he, that's the type of, that's the type of player that, that you do need in your lineup along with those Bristol players. Just how does your team look? And that's what we we'll would be looking for. So, Dave, I hope that we we helped you a little bit there. And, of course, you can tweet to us anytime. We can answer your questions on, via Twitter, if not via this podcast. there are at SupercoachPros. Well, Pete, we've sold you on. We've had a few technical difficulties. We've, we haven't been able to get the full cast in tonight, but I think we've still given some in, interesting and useful information to get to round 12. And you've always got the website, www.supercoachpros.com. We give all the information out there to match previews or up. Um, recaps from last round, upgrades, downgrades. Uh, Ryan, are have his ones to watch. and keep. You've been still recovering, so I'm going to fill in for you one more week doing your uh, profits for you, but hopefully <laughs> you'll be back on deck next week. I'll tell you what, um, it's not as easy as, as, as it looks. No, it's... <laughs> It's a very close competition this year and, um, it's, it is hard and that's why sometimes with some, some games I say to take both because, you know, that's the way they design it So they give six and a half start and think they're going to win by six or eight, then you're better off just taking the, taking the double up for the extra dollar. If you, if you're in the, in the footy, foot tab, mm-hmm. I totally agree. You know, you want to sort of, you know, hedge your bets a little bit and, uh, to get, to get the win in the end of the day. And that is all we have time for. Um, I'll be back on Sunday with a review show with Ryan. And uh, until then, um, you can follow us on Twitter at SuperCoachPros or on the website at com. We'll talk to you in the weekend.